started already. So welcome to another episode of Change Yourself, Change the World. Today we're going to talk with Ahmed and we're going to have an interesting conversation. I think we have a lot of numbers and statistics and viewpoints and just ideas that we're trying to get out there. So let's get started, man. What am I looking at right here? Oh, this is, uh, I was just thinking um, how many people are obese now due to due to you know uh, the current situations in the world like diet and you know the food pyramid and all those things that the government is supposedly helping people with and looks like you know from in 2000 we you know there was 30 percent of people uh, were obese and then in 2018 it's 42.4 percent so that increased by like you know, twelve percent. So it's. Um, I don't know if the government can be blamed for that. Um, I don't know if it's people's responsibility to do that. What do you think? Can it be both? Can can the government be actively trying to get people fat, and it's through people's responsibility to like not fall for the government's bullshit and learn how to eat healthy? But isn't it kind of like the person's responsibility to their own body? Because, right. you know, the whole, you know, my body, my choice, it's, it's like a positive thing and a negative thing. You know, it's your body, your choice, but it's also your body, your responsibility. But there's sometimes you don't have a choice. There are things such as food deserts that exist. There is a way we construct society and cities and we don't have fucking fresh vegetables available to us 24-7. Like, this is something we have to go to specific places. If you don't want fertilized, pesticide-infested, like, fruit and, and produce and you have to go to other specific places and not everybody goes not everybody has the money for it not everybody has the energy it's not as readily available as other bullshit like talking about the the obesity thing dude the number one thing that they should be banning is fucking sugar and sugar is subsidized like a motherfucker dude mm-hmm. they subsidize sugar yeah. like crazy so yeah. that's yeah go for it yeah they subsidize something that's not going to be healthy for people so are they even trying are they even, is the government even really trying to help people? Mm. Or are they just kind of getting in the way of people trying to be healthier with all these fast food commercials and um, subsidies, like you're saying, you know, gov- subsidies are government, uh, you know, our tax money going to um, fund certain projects and things. So our own tax dollars are, uh, are uh, paying for more sugar to be in the market and for people to be pretty much incentive companies to be incentivized to put sugar and preservatives in their products. Yeah. I mean, the supermarket, like the supermarket societies forced us to dish, extract all the good stuff out of food and put in sugar to make it taste better. And this is why obesity has increased. It's not really the fault of like, Oh my gosh, people are eating way too many cookies. No, the problem is that there's sugar in all the food that people think is just regular food, and there's not. It's very synthetic, and the, the flavors are, are created. There are flavor scientists out there that literally create flavors with a bunch of whatever the hell they use. And it might not be the healthiest thing for you, but it tastes delicious, and it lasts years on the shelf, and it's cheap. So, yeah, I mean... Are they trying to help us? 
No, I don't think so. I don't think the government's trying to help anybody but themselves. Yeah, I mean, from judging just from that fact alone, I'd say they're trying to hurt us. Like, why subsidize sugar? If if anything, like, don't subsidize it. Just let the market do its thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of other things too that just, you know just kind of doesn't come to mind. But like, they subsidize. They don't subsidize organic food. I think right and. They don't subsidize the healthier stuff, in the, you, in, usually. In there might be programs and initiatives and stuff like that, but to the degree that they give billions of dollars, no, they don't. Which is nonsense, though. Like, why the hell does a big-ass company that does $15 billion a year need billions of dollars in subsidies? What kind of logic is this? <laughs> Like, you're so big, you need money from the government. What, what is this nonsense? Like, how are they not getting social welfare? Like, what is this crap? What kind of capitalists take from, from the government? Like, this is weird. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of capitalist government, like, takes from the people and gives it to the rich? Right. Like, and, okay, the rich are going to give it back to the people. It's, yeah, trickle down economy has never worked. Ever. It's, it's the biggest weakness there is like trickle down economy is trusting in the rich, trusting in all these politi- the connect that these politicians and rich people aren't going to be scamming you. Yeah. Which pretty much are doing on a daily basis with all these different things. Yeah. They are. Yeah, and the, the other statistic here is, you know, severe obesity increased during that time period from 4.7% to 9.2%. So it doubled. So twice the amount of people became severely obese in that time period. Whoa. $147 billion in the 2008 for obesity-related costs? obesity related costs bro i think it's talking about like health insurance i know but what does those numbers imply like what are you actually paying for when it comes to obesity related costs like people having certain obesity related diseases like the medicines and stuff like that um medicines probably like uh something like heart disease because they they bunch up a lot of different um you know programs for weight loss too and anything directly related to the obesity of that person um haven't read through the whole paper here but obesity treatment interesting Hmm. so maybe this isn't related to heart disease but heart disease and obesity are hand in hand so how the hell are they treating obesity I don't know, that's a lot of things to read. Yeah, I'm trying to find the treatment section. What are they doing? Body mass index. <laughs> Did they stop? Did they ask them to stop drinking Coke? <laughs> yeah, it might be like just nutritional intervention kind of things and programs. That's a lot of money, though, for just programs yeah that's what i'm saying like a lot of that has to be cost like um medicine and, and other medical costs 
like going to the doctor so the doctor can give you some pills. Yeah. They can charge money for that. I mean, yeah, that's a lot. $147 billion. You can cure world hunger with the cost of, of obesity, like medical costs. Yeah, just in one year, $147 billion. That's crazy. 2008, so it's probably worse now. Yeah. Well, I, well, I, I wanted to segue from this topic to like COVID, like, because it's kind of like similar. Like, because the idea with COVID is, um, oh my God, 0.08% people are dying from this mild pandemic. Um, as the government, we are responsible. So we are going to shut down everything and only people we say who are essential are going to be able to stay in business. So what if they did the same thing with uh, obesity? Uh -huh. Oh my God. Um, 30, 40% of you guys are fat. <laughs> We're going to take away <laughs> no more Twix, no more uh, Dr. Pepper and Coke. We will be quarantining the, the Nestle and the Mars factory. There will be a sugar van across the entire nation. You will have to pass a background check and a physical fitness test in order to purchase sugar from the, from the store. <laughs> Let's do it. Welcome to America, bro. You want your health regulator to do it. Let's get this full health regulation shit. You have to do 20 push-ups before you go to Carl's Jr. at the door, like right there. Before you, before you take your order, you have to do at least 20 push-ups. If you can't do it, you can't be eating Carl's Jr. I would be all for this. This, this sounds very practical. Um, <laughs> actually, it sounds very scientific. So here with the, with, you know, the solution offered by the government here, um, that doesn't sound so scientific for COVID. Oh, okay, um, because like, you know, first of all, like, NYC, the Cuomo, he's like, oh my God, I had no idea. Why are more people getting sick even though they're staying indoors? Why are people that are staying indoors getting more sick than the people going outdoors and getting fresh air and getting, keeping their bodies healthy? Why are the people that are staying indoors, why are those people getting more sick? Mm -hmm. So it's like the government does something and they do exactly the wrong thing to help us. If they force us to do push-ups, that would be great, actually. That would be more effective than um, jailing people into their in their own homes. And yeah, we also probably have less cases because people can do more push-ups and they're more physically active and blood flows better. And but yeah, like in a dystopian, what would be a more dystopian solution? What you said is actually that actually makes sense. But what if they were instead of doing that, they were like, we have the special injection for you that's gonna make you skinnier and we also have this other injection which skinny people totally healthy people you guys also have to take to that's basically yeah to keep you from being fat we're going to inject you with this special um uh cadab you know metabolic hormones or something you know and again 30 percent 40 percent of the population is affected by disease so it wouldn't be unheard of as a national health institute would be like this is a public health crisis. We need to inject everybody with these fat less hormones 
because there's too many fat people. And yes, we're, I'm not really fat shaming. I'm just fucking, I'm putting statistics out there. And, and yeah, what the fuck? This is nonsense. Our response to who hype diseases is insane. Who is this regulatory body and who funds these motherfuckers? They're trying to, they've actually talked about imposing taxes on the rest of the world so that they can keep operating on their bullshit. Like they're forcing, they're thinking about forcing other countries to pay them. Like, how is that even, how does that even make sense? I think I saw that on the news, like there was a a tax or something, like a COVID tax. Where? Um, not sure exactly. It was. I'm not sure if it was on Drudge Report or Rens's. Rens's. So what any of these are. Uh, th- this is like, like a there's two, like collection of news that I look at every morning, pretty much. Drudge Report. This is like all the leftist stuff, like all the mainstream media stuff. You know, the okay. super Trump hating stuff. No, and then rents.com, this is like the opposite, the alt-right. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of good to get both sides of the news, you know. I like to keep my mind a little, you know, open and broad-minded. That way I'm not, because, you know, there could be wrong viewpoints on, on either side. And, but lately, I've been seeing the more, you know, tyrannical viewpoints on the left, you know, which has been really surprising. You know, like, I think a lot of the people that grew up, uh, Democrats, you know, it's really surprising for us, you know, to see such, you know, you know, t- tyrannical, you know, anti-civil rights stuff on the left side. Like, it's like weird too. It's like we're, a lot of things are like, they're kind of intuitively, you know, racist, you know, like the whole reverse racism stuff. Anti-racism. Yeah, but like being, and you know, like being anti-racist involves being, pro uh, affirmation where you're making certain groups like that already had the equal opportunity. They had an equal opportunity to pursue whatever it is, but they still chose not to do it. But we're going to force those people to still become lawyers or doctors. We're going to, we're going to give them extra, extra opportunity. So it's like reverse racism. You're giving the minority like more opportunity, even though they already had equal opportunity you know I, i'm not for equality i'm for equal opportunity you're talking you know? about affirmative action right yeah affirmative action to a certain limit makes sense like um there's some statistics showing that like when they like when they uh have affirmative action for people for black people to become lawyers um they were like not just black people, but I think black people and certain minorities, there was like some, a study done and they found out that they were basically getting, putting people that didn't actually pass any of these tests. It wasn't that the teachers were being racist. They just didn't pass the test, wow. but they were still getting into law school. You know. fill up, uh, quota numbers. Exactly. Yeah. The affirmative action quota numbers pretty much. Yes. Yeah. And then there was another study done where they, uh, they they were practicing that and then they they took that off. They they stopped doing affirmative action. They found out the scores went up. The average scores went up 
of the people. So it's just when it's they take out affirmative action, the scores went up. The average scores. Well, yeah, without affirmative action, the average scores went up. Well, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But then again, I don't know. Test and scoring is always kind of weird. And yeah, I mean, should it be based on performance? Should life be based on performance and actually deserving it, or should it be based on? I'm black, so you know, just give it to me. You, you're. You're not black. You have dark well, just, browner skin. Yeah, I'm brown. So just just give me a just give me uh whatever you know. I mean, I've I've benefited from affirmative action for sure. Just because I am Hispanic and I had certain test scores and I have glasses. That shit was hilarious, bro. Fucking they. One of the I remember the 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 what the hell is that thing called when you fill out to get financial aid in, in college? Yeah. They they ask that every on everything the FAFSA yeah the FAFSA I remember one of those questions like what disabilities do you have and I was like you just try to find shit that you can get money and then one of them was like glasses and I was like fuck it I wear glasses let me get that <laughs> whatever that's supposed to mean like <laughs> wow I didn't realize that I didn't realize being disabled was dang I mean I know they happens? always ask like you know are you Hispanic yeah or are you not. Like, that's straight out. Are you Hispanic or are you not? It's a weird question. I mean, it, it makes sense here in, in California, but it's still weird. It's like, are you Hispanic or not? I don't, <laughs> it's not even about a race question. It's specifically, are, are you, like, weird. That's, that's a very weird targeted question. Yeah, you know, they, they have that on pretty much, like, I, a lot of anything you fill out. I also don't understand, like, white Hispanic, black Hispanic, like, whatever like other kind of like they they start mixing them like around i don't know i don't think hispanics have these kind of categories i think white people just like to make shit up and we have countries and states and like different places we're from but white people put people in weird fucking categories well it's mixed right it's the the mixture of the race that's why they're That's, that's true but who calls themselves like I'm a black Hispanic or I'm a white. I've never heard anybody ever even want to or care to refer themselves in that way. Like if they were Hispanic, they were just like, I'm Hispanic or a Latino or the country they're from. Yeah, really? What if, what if your dad is just straight up completely, you know, uh, African-American and then your mom was 100% Mexican and you can just say I'm black, I'm black Hispanic? Is that what it's called? That's a good question. I don't know. Because it's just, just I, I, would, I wouldn't know what they said. I'm, I'm blackskin. I, I, does that count as Chicano still? I still count as Chicano. I think so, yeah. You get, you get double I mean, affirmation. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know if they're from another place, but if they're, their roots are Mexican in some way, in some form, then they're part Chicano. That's like the mutts. A lot of cases where that's just where they used for the mutts. But beside all that, I like this, this title, Deep State Lane Backs Until After Election. Yeah, usually That'd be a bad idea. Yeah, usually they have some pretty. This is Drudge Report. Usually they they have some pretty uh, hateful titles, like you know, anti-Trump. This this side is super anti-Trump. Um, the so side. Yeah. See, Trump calls FDA part of deep state, and accuses drug administration of slow walking vaccine tests until after election. But I mean, why is everybody rushing vaccines? 
at un, an unheard level, an unheard rates. Like even the fastest vaccine has taken years and years of research and tests and studies. And they want to do it in a couple of months. These same companies have been sued time and time again, think they're going to do it right in a couple of months. How fucking stupid are we? I mean, no, nah, we're stupid. I'm just, I'm just going to come back everybody and put us together. We're stupid. Yeah. How fucking stupid are we? Like, how stupid do you think we are? It's insane. Yeah, I, I got to disagree with Trump here. He's saying that, you know, the basically just saying, oh, the FDA is just, they just, they have the vaccine ready, but they don't want to release it until after the election because they don't want any sort of a positive reaction from the people. They want, they want people to hate me. That's all. That's what Trump is saying. Well, Trump thinks the world revolves around him. And <laughs> at, this, at this point in time, a lot of the world does revolve around him, which is fucking scary. And it's hilarious to me. But the FDA is kind of fucking with shit. And how do we know they don't have a vaccine already ready for us? How, how do they know this? they didn't have a vaccine ready for us before everything already started? And they're just going on about pretending that you're, you're fucking... How the hell do we know anybody's researching anything? They, it's, they it's did, actually. People say. The pandemic, uh, you, you saw the new one, right? The, yeah, 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 I saw that one. Didn't they talk about that there? How uh, they, had the, they had the virus patented and then they were also patenting the vaccine for that virus. The coronaviruses, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a bunch of coronaviruses patented, and the vaccines for the coronavirus is patented. Like those, yeah. And how the, they did the same thing with the swine flu, and the and the how the, the pharmaceutical companies made money on the swine flu because they, well, they just purchased up a bunch of fucking flu vaccines that were just chilling there. And they're like, yeah, these these will be good for the swine flu. And then they they hyped up the swine flu um, well situation. So they didn't even use a new virus. They just used the... Yeah, they just used the old thing. And even the director at that time, she wasn't, she wasn't vaccinated for the swine flu and the whole fucking swine flu thing was going on. See, these, these people are fucking bullshitting us. And if they're not getting vaccinated on live TV by like some very far right-wing person, <laughs> then I don't fucking trust any of them. Like, you got, you got to give me some like Tucker Carlson there fucking straight up pushing that needle in there. Like, yeah, uh, something, some crazy scenario like that. Other, other than that, how do we know it's fucking real? How do we know? How do we trust these people? How do you trust people who constantly lie and lie and fuck with you and create situations and environments to fuck with you more? Yeah. I don't know how you trust them, though. It's, it's, yeah, like you said, Tucker Carlson has to be administering those shots. Otherwise, I'm not going to believe it. <laughs> you some weird shit like that. Like, you got to have, like, uh, give me Dave Chappelle. Fuck it. I'll take Dave <laughs> Chappelle administering shots. Give me some real fucking situations and some unheard of situations. Yeah. There's, there's like, one thing that really uh, um, uh, popped out there that got my, grabbed my attention was the whole uh, thing with, how you can't patent a vaccine. I thought that was, I didn't realize that. So they were doing something illegal from the start because, I mean, you can't patent a, a virus. Yeah. Right? If so they were pat. Yeah. yeah, you can't patent a virus. Right? So just on that grounds alone, they've, you know, they're, they're in some, doing some sneaky stuff. I'm not, I was, I was, I'm not sure if it was exactly like that, but I know if it's, if it's made by nature, you can patent it. And if it's made by humans, you shouldn't be doing it. So you can't patent it. 
I think that right, was kind of the right. logic that, that they were saying. So I was like, so either way, this is some fuck shit. So why are they patenting all these fucking things? The only uh, reason they could do it was because it was China. You know, Fauci exported the studies over to China. Yes. You know, have laws there. There's too many coincidences for the whole China story, like, to not be some sketchy shit in there. Plus, it's China. You know from the get-go that all they're saying is lies. You know. Once that check went over to China, you, you know, like Fauci's and Bill Gates' money, then it's just poof, you're guilty. Like, there's no good reason for you to be doing that. No, not at all. I mean, fucking, God, why do we listen to Bill Gates? Why are we listening to this motherfucker? This lanky fucking, I, I want to say four eyes, but I wear glasses too, so I can't. I can't He's a psychopathic kids. liar. Yeah, this was a straight up psychopathic liar. And he smirks and smiles and he has some fucking little yeah. evil ass fucking face and shit. And yeah, I mean, you, you can't hide it. No one can be a perfect liar. You know, like, he, it's obvious from his facial expressions that he's, he's lying. He's a horrible liar, to be honest. He's, he's like, you know, being all, uh, that's my own. And how, how are people Lying's thinking this guy's all philanthropic and shit? You, he could literally help to solve, like, most of the world's hunger and water and electricity and schooling and everything that actually makes humans live no he wants to go with vaccines and he wants them to inject everyone with some shit that's his go-to thing why why is not fucking trying to give people water why are you trying to feed people what is this nonsense saying that vaccines are going to replace food for people who have nothing yeah at the very least like one mile square around um bill and Melinda gates foundation building and the microsoft building there should be no homeless people around there garden you know they should all be those homeless people should all be like well off they should be getting trained and job training and all this 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 fucking illusion this guy's being a philanthropic motherfucker he literally has said that he has had a 20 times 20 fold return on the vaccine investments so however much money he invests in this whole vaccine thing he gets 20 times the return do you think he's doing it because he's a philanthropic motherfucker no he don't give a shit. He gives no shits about people. He gives no shits about people. Yeah. Not an engineer, never finished college, not a doctor, not an epidemiologist, not a virologist, unelected, visited Epstein's Pedo Island countless times, owns vaccine companies, owns virus patents, documented thief, major contributor to the WHO, fucking has Fauci in his back pocket. I don't think that matters anymore. It's probably got fired, apparently. I don't know. I, I don't know if he was got fired, but he, he, he was on temporary leave because of his uh, throat thing. He had some sort of throat tumor. So, thankfully, he won't be able to talk for a while. He got silenced. <laughs> That's what it was. It was a silence thing. Finally, we don't have, him, we don't have to hear him flipping back and forth between, you know, what we should do and stuff. Yeah. Let's see what else what's on the the right side of of news here. 
um, some headlines for today. President pedophile Biden and Ho Harris. <laughs> President pedophile Biden and Ho Harris. That makes sense. You better watch this carefully and look at the many other videos of the creeper at work on little girls. Um, I've seen one video of his. I've seen so many of these videos. Crazy, and I, dude. I think I've seen like all of them pretty much. Look at him rubbing that little girl's hands on on his garage and stuff. Oh, it's an accident. It was just it was just an accident. And he's smiling, bro. That's the biggest smile on his face. The little girl looks up at him like, what are you doing? What's that big hard thing I feel? Fucking this guy's fucking weird, dude. The one I had, he was literally like um, I, I can only describe it as like hardcore sexting. Like that 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 level of like language he was using this fucking at the office too in like some whisper voice so i wasn't even sure he was saying it but the, the subtitles made it seem like he said it and it was so fucking either way man it, it was some sketchy ass shit yeah. biden yeah biden i don't i don't think i've seen that one he was oh, like, is it the uh, one where he's whispering in her ear and stuff yeah 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 no that was those are real those those, those oh, are fuck that that shit how the fuck are people still voting for this guy? And then they, they, and then they go, well, he's better than Trump. And it's like, well, Trump wants to fuck his daughter. But let's be real, man. Everybody wants to fuck Trump's daughter. It's not, it's not a fucking, yeah, it's not, a, it's not, it's not apples and oranges, bro. You're not you can say that he wants to, I mean, he, he indirectly said it. He just said that his daughter is beautiful. Um, yeah. And then the whole kissing on the lips thing, like, you can kiss your own daughter on the lips. I mean, it's not like a sexy kiss. It's just like a, you know, just like a kiss. A lot of people do that. I mean, it's not really popular in my culture, but in some of the European cultures. But um, even if it fucking was sexual or fucking weird or whatever the fuck, she's like old as shit. It's just yeah. a taboo kind of thing. It doesn't even have anything to do with, with whatever the fuck Biden's doing. Biden's like molesting. Yeah, um, Biden's a straight fucking creep, bro. Yeah, like if if you get signed in, I mean, if you get sworn in, you're you're you know you got a woman next to you. Yeah, you gotta hand her over to Biden, pretty much. No, that's that's. You've seen the video, right? Where he's just like holding this, holding the dude's wife, uh, shoulder for like you know a minute. And just like just giving her like a shoulder massage. <laughs> Be like, bro, get the fuck off. Get off. Fucking Biden. I don't know, man. He used to yeah. be cool when he was riding around with that with that cool black guy. <laughs> but then he stopped hanging out. And of course, what did he really? I don't know what he did. I know I don't ever know. What with he did. Obama, he was basically an invisible hand that's it that's, that's the thing with biden like he there's no such thing as biden biden isn't anybody like biden isn't i would shut down this is, this is one of the other headlines biden i would shut down country again if recommended by scientists oh okay if your paid scientists tell you you should shut down the country you'll shut it down right like he doesn't have a spine that like there's no character to biden and you know harris they're just Harris, like you know, she was like Harris when she got caught. 
lying about, you know, how um, she used to hate Biden and call him a pedophile and stuff. Um, and then when it she was a debate. That was literally her answer for like four times. Like that's not an answer. No, that so, is an answer. That tells you like that she her words mean nothing. She doesn't have a position because she's totally spineless. She should just say whatever she needs to to get what she you know what she wants. That's what most people do though, so can't blame her. Well, I mean, Trump, he's running up against a lot of resistance. I'm not I think he's trying something. I mean, he he might be for the deep state and all. He needs to legalize weed at a 100 level percent. Yeah, like he needs to like. He needs to do something like, like all totally... hemp legal, cannabis legal, fuck it. He's going to throw mushrooms in there, legal. Hell yeah, DMT, ayahuasca, and, and legal, war, fuck it. Drug, all of drug it. war is pointless. Like, yeah. It's not the drugs. It's the uh, the misuse of drugs. It's not the guns. It's the misuse of guns. It's, it's the environment in which they're being <clears throat> used. It's basically it. Guns in the right of a setting can be very powerful and, and important and, and game-changing and positive in some respect. Oh, yeah, guns and drugs, they're, 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 when you need them, like, you know, you're going to want them. Like, um, there's no You're going to want them. <laughs> Yeah, like if you're like, you know, suffering from like cancer or something and you need high doses of uh, THC and, you know, um, you know, the oils and stuff, then you need to uh, you need to uh, take that in high concentrations, maybe like unapproved amounts that the FDA may consider unsafe while they consider all this other stuff totally safe. That's not really safe and has like a long list of side effects. You know, same thing with guns. You know, when you need them, if you don't have them, you're totally screwed. You know, we would not be, um, we would not be a free country without guns. We would be speaking in in a British tongue or something. British tongue. Um, we would we would have been invaded by the beavers. The beavers would have been. The but beaver. The beaver. Um. Whatever. Anyway, forget it. Um, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, we'd be having like uh, tea and crumpets instead of, you know, Cap'n Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I think that's the same thing. <laughs> okay. Let's go with that. It'd be a different country. Yeah, but yeah. here's the thing. I still believe in freedom, bro. I, think, I don't think a blanket statement for anywhere works. I don't think guns having a legal guns works everywhere i think if you want to have guns illegal all right your area can make it illegal and we'll see what the fuck happens there mm-hmm. if you fuck up your shit that's on you let's take a yeah, little bit of a collective community responsibility but yeah, again it, total freedom yeah it, it might be totally safe for you too it, who knows you I mean, might see in that small area yeah. it'll be you know there's there's going to be a, a reduction in crime right? but just that works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for every single locality right exactly we're not all the same we're not just geographically different we're even two places that are identically different is going to have different uh gradients of people there or that you know two locations with just 
but the same kind of settings are going to have different kinds of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I got, I mean, there might be, a, I'm just randomly guessing, but I bet there's some sort of trend in terms of like socioeconomic levels and guns, places with places that are more impoverished. This is totally random, but you know, I could be totally wrong, but you know, places that are more poor, they might, they might need a gun lockdown. Shoot, that might be the next thing that's coming, right? So you're saying if you live in a poor, if in a poor neighborhood, you d can't have a gun? Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just randomly get. I'm just Sounds theorizing horrible. that that might be correlated because people pe people are in more uh, wealthy areas. They probably, you know, they they having guns for the most people. You know, it's, it's not going to be a problem because they're pretty much doing fine. Um, but places that are poor, you know, people might. Uh, members might steal their each other's guns, you know, to. I mean, uh, I don't know. If you, but then I, again, I don't could, know if that's actually a valid statement, but I see your could, point. It could be true in the exact opposite way, too. Like places that are more poor, they need guns because they need to defend themselves against burglars and stuff. Right. How about. This is what you should do when it comes to this gun thing. You should be kind of the. Uh, you should have to meet up with people at least once every three months. Every every fucking quarter, you meet up, you meet up with a bunch of gun people, and you fucking shoot around, talk, and not get recertified, but just make sure you're you're not fucking rusty. And at the same time, you watch out for the people who are there. You look at be like this motherfucker's acting sketchy. You gotta be careful with this guy, and you can gun owners can keep their own shit in check and keep each other in check. Nobody's gonna have a tank. <laughs> Everybody can keep each other in check pretty fucking easy with a gun. So you people should just fucking have to not form militias, but at least convene at some point in time if you do want to carry a weapon, if you do want to have guns. Just to keep each other and that community in check. At the same time, I don't know. I don't like stuff where it's like dependent on another person. Um, I like stuff where it's like you know standardized tests, scientific tests. You know, uh, Joe of men Harris, just tonight, mental, you know, fitness kind of thing. You know, um, like like Shapiro said, you know, on, on his uh, that Instagram uh, video you're talking about. He just said that all we need is just a a responsibility check, you know, and um, yeah. Well, how would you? How in those cases you can't? Well, the gun test that we have to take right now for in California, at least it it's uh, it does have a lot of those responsibility things, like you know, do you you know should you lock up your gun that kind of stuff. You answering on a test and you actually doing it is completely fucking different. Tests it, don't actually. Really there's there's a big gap, but it's at least a suggestion. Like right now, they don't they don't require you to recertify until every like several years. But um, you're saying that recertify every three months. No. If I, had to, if I had to answer those questions every three months, I would for sure remember those damn rules, dude. But right now, if I had to retake it, I, I before I retook it, I probably have to review the questions a bit. A bit. How many rules are there? There's thirty questions. It's pretty easy. Okay. I did, I re I reviewed it for just like 
um, my first time taking it, I, I spent like an hour in the store just skimming through the exams. And then when I took the test, I got 100%. <laughs> what do you have to get to pass to get a gun? You have to get like 90, 80% or something. How many can you get wrong? Like five? Uh, I think, yeah, I think four or something. <laughs> so what if those four are like, shoot, you shoot people? No. I mean, yes. I mean, no. And then, what if they're actually really important questions and you fucked up? But you got 80%, you passed, so you should get a good. You kind of know mean, the rules. This, this can be like a question for actual, um, you know, examiners and test makers. You know, this isn't something, you know, all this technical stuff, but there could be like all sorts of stuff, like, you know, open-ended questions. Like, you've got to write a fucking paragraph. <sighs> you know, like... Like an SAT test, you do some calculations and geometry. Go If you shoot a bullet and it ricochets at this angle, at this speed, and this trajectory, if you have this kind of gun with no silencer in the end, no, that's technical. I'm talking about just like ethical questions. Like, why do you think you should own a gun? You know, what, why? Uh, you know, that kind of, you know if they, and then if, if they mention stuff in there about um, how they want to use it for greater good. And it's just like, you know, outpouring of their heart. You know, it, I trust their heart. It's going to be fucking. Unless it's Bill Gates or something, then, you know. Just... <laughs> what would you write in those questions? What would you want a gun? I would just say that, you know, I, I, um, I want to use a gun to defend myself, my family, and um, uh, anyone who, 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 needs, who needs my help. You want to be a That's hero. That's what you're trying to tell me on your paper. Uh, not an active hero, but a defensive hero, you know? Like, uh, uh-huh. What if I write, guns are tight, about to get lit? <laughs> what if I write that? Like, what would you do? What would this test fucking do? Because <laughs> it's like about to get lit. Well, uh, you fill that test. I, I'm, I'm looking for at least a paragraph. I can write a paragraph on that context. <laughs> Shit's going to be tight. <laughs> <laughs> boom, like boom, pow. Three okay. word sentences like. <laughs> um, Shit about to go clack, clack, clack. <laughs> that was a word. I need one more. I need one more. Uh, five sentences. I need one more. Um, um, does this come in pink? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Boom. Yeah. You're not going to pass that test. Come on. You, you, you should take the multiple choice test while it's still here. Pouring my heart out here. Yeah. About to go clack, clack, clack. Well, not not your heart, I guess. There's just you know, it's got to be some open-ended um, questioning, I think, because when you write, um, you know, you get a voice. You know, like there's actually something called. Uh, um, did you know? I'm not sure if it's called didactic, uh, did, like didactic affirmation, where you just write down um, how you want to be, and you just keep writing that down with your hands. Um, not like typing. I found that it's more effective when you write it with your hands. Yeah. And you'll become whatever you're writing. Like you can write like, I am confident. Yeah. And just write that over and over again. And you can get over stage fright and, and stuff. I, like that. I've done that. Yeah. It's really, that's probably like one of the most effective methods of uh, mm. self-training. Like, it's, it's why I write though. It literally is why I write. It, it, it's because 
it helps you remember it better. Like uh, it, it becomes more of what I am and who I am, part of my reality. So it, it has a greater effect on it, it. It starts off as an idea and the seed and just sprouts after I write it. But like, yeah, you can literally see my ideas coming into fruition just by the journals I've written. That's awesome. Yeah. I've been keeping like a digital journal and I need to move over to a written journal because I used to like write in my journal for like lucid dreaming stuff. Yeah. I had a very high success rate with that method. Um, it's called wake induced lucid dreaming where you, you, you get up in the middle of the night and you just write down that, you know, I am aware of my dreams and then it can, you can trigger the dream. I mean, and then, you know, keep, keep doing that. And, within the dream, you'll do the same thing. You'll be writing down, I am, you know, I'm dreaming or I'm aware of my dreaming and then boom, you're in a lucid dream. You can, you can go do whatever you want. Yeah, lucid dreaming is insane. I don't know if I lucid dream, but I've had very, very crazy, not really crazy, intense, experiences when it comes to lucid dreaming or just just having the vivid 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 very fucking it felt like real life it felt like it was me like i told you i think i told you this before I, I became a i became an outline of light and everything else was darkness and then i sat down and started meditating and then all the emotion, all the thoughts I was going through, I will see them ripple out and create that kind of reality around me. And then I started thinking about love and light. And then I kind of just exploded in a, in a nuclear bomb of love and light. And the last thing I remember as I, because that was as I was going to sleep, what I did was I let my body go to sleep and my mind starts to take off. And I was still conscious while my body's going to sleep. I, I had not fallen asleep yet. And as I started blowing up in light, I fell asleep. That was like my rocking myself to sleep. I just blew up in light. And I was like, ah, this is fucking great. And that was amazing. But that was tight. I don't know if that was lucid dreaming, but that was tight. You were partially aware. Um... Yeah, see, that's the problem. I was partially aware. It was like, it was not that I was, I wasn't in the dream space yet because I was, I had just departed my body. I got my, I, I felt my body go, do, 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 do. And, then, and then my mind went somewhere else. Like, and I'd done it before where I was just listening to music, just sitting there being lazy as hell. And I kind of just dozed off and went inside a room inside my body where I kind of was just like, hey, look, I'm inside my body. I can just fucking chill here and fucking dance. And it was, I was still listening to the music outside, but I wasn't, I, I didn't have my body. I wasn't in that. I wasn't here. I was, inside, I was inside myself in my little room, just going. <laughs> it was just so weird. I just started dancing. Like, but how I, long, I guess. How long was that? I'm pretty sure that was. That was a pretty long mix. That might have been like 10 or 15 minutes. You were, you were in that room. That's pretty crazy. Like, I. I've had those kind of experiences, but it's usually very brief. Like I get all conscious and then I kind of disrupt the state. Yeah. 
self-conscious. That's basically it. Once you're like, oh my gosh, I've achieved something, then you fuck everything up. Like if you just if you just keep going and be like, hey, whatever, whatever's happening, it's crazy, whatever. Like just keep going with it and yeah, keep going. But as soon as you fuck with it, it's over. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with yourself. Yeah, that's like that's one of my biggest um, uh, weak uh, problems that I have uh, with these mystical experiences. Right. Uh, like I tend to mess them up by uh i don't know if have, what's the exact word but yeah like what you said uh thinking of it as an achievement kind of but it's not exact yeah i think it is that then huh what thinking of it as good like don't think of it as good or bad mm-hmm. don't attach to the experience yeah. realize it for what it is and don't even try to affect it or change it or like be excited about it just just keep going just just flow literally you have to flow with those kinds of things because it's like it's like surfing or falling down a hill or, or like rolling down a hill like if, if you're not at a, at a you don't keep that pace you're, you might fuck yourself up yeah that's that's like uh reminds me of a lucid dream i had where i was like uh driving and during my drive i really i became lucid and the uh, the car went out of control, and I'm just like, whatever, it's a dream. And I just let the car go, and it just the car just crashed. And you know, I was I wasn't affected. I was lucid because I knew it was a dream. And then um, I got out of the car, and then I started becoming more excited about the fact that I was lucid. I'm like, oh shit, I'm outside now. It's time for me to do all sorts of shit. <laughs> and I get I get super excited. And then like, there's just like these energy bursts and yeah. my eyes like shoot this energy through the sky and it just like, it starts tearing the dreamscape and you know, it, oh, just, me- it just messes up the dreamscape. Like it literally yeah. rips a hole in the sky and then uh, yeah. You became I, aware of the reality. So the reality shattered in front of you. Yeah, that sucked. Like I, once I started getting excited. Oh, that's crazy. So I'm just trying to get to the root of what's my issue then. It's just like, it's because of the excitement. Because this is pretty common to most people. Most people have, a lot of people have this problem. They get excited and, uh, or subconscious, um, vainglorious, that's the problem. Vainglorious. We start thinking that you're, um, you're superior or something whereas that you've actually done something that you're better but yeah but done something you mean that it's you've done something like accomplished yeah you've accomplished something amazing or something yeah because yeah. i want to be aware i don't want to just drift through the dream unlucid right. and i still want to be lucid and i want to um exercise all those insane amazing things but without being excited about it yeah like i've had well i've had lucid dreaming experiences where i I just felt like i was living in another reality and i don't know how the hell i had those dreams i think i was in smoking weed for like a minute i was in smoking weed so the dream started coming back to me and i was meditating heavily so it started getting really heavy and I had this dream of a dystopia and it was like a a cyberpunk 2040 dystopia but in red 
instead of dark blue, everything was dark. It was dark and red. <laughs> Literally, the tints of everything was red. Huh. You're like, all right, but. And in this one, like, I knew it was a dream because I was like, yeah, this shit is crazy. As soon as I became aware that I was there, I was like, all right, this is fucking crazy. But I, I didn't actually uh, stop or call attention or anything. I just kept it going. I said, what the fuck happened? At the end of that dream, bro, basically, it's me getting stabbed or eaten by... No, I think I got... Yeah, it was zombies. Fucking zombies. Fucking... They bit me, and I was... I, I just bled out. I literally just bled out. And I just died. And I felt myself bleed out. Oh, you felt... I, yeah. I felt, like, the last, like, the last breath and the last feeling. They go... <sighs> that. Damn. I was intense and powerful, but that's just because I didn't want to, I didn't, I chose not to affect that reality. Cause if, I, if I was like, oh my God, I'm dreaming, I'm about to become a hero and fucking save everyone, like become Goku and like, cause that's usually what I want to do. I want to become Goku and have some kind of superhuman, uh, Superman kind of shit. And that's what I want. Superman yeah. shit. Yeah, those, those are fun experiences to, to do, like the main advantage that i want to use the dreamscape for is because according to tibetan you know dream yoga tibetan buddhism there's something called tibetan dream yoga where it's uh 10 times more advantageous to meditate in the dream and i've done that a couple times and it's just like amazing yeah. every single time um so you, you told me about that and that's the reason I, I i had that one dream where i did meditate in my dream but that whole lucid thing, the whole lucid experience where I sat down, I was a being of uh, light in the outline. I wasn't actually light, but the outline was light. That was because you told me, you're like, yeah, if you meditate in your dream, it's way, way, uh, you get more bonus points in your yeah. meditation. Uh, it's it's like the hyperbolic dream chamber. Yeah, hyperbolic dream chamber. Uh, hyperbolic meditation, cha meditation, dream chamber, dream meditation channel whatever yeah. but yeah you told me that and then it exploded in like every thought and every idea that i had when i was meditating in my in that state was boom explosions of just feelings and yeah, yeah. That? yeah. i have never been able to do that again yeah because you look forward to it now and you well, yeah well now yeah yeah it's, fine. it's messed up it's messed up. It's like getting addicted to that drug and never being able to have it again. Yeah. yeah. I think the perspective we have to have is to, to get beyond this and the right perspective to have with this and everything in life uh, is just to see it as a, as a journey and uh, not get stuck to any single points. And even when you have successful moments like the, you know, hyperbolic dream meditation chamber, yeah, um, just meditate, you know, uh, observe and nothing's really good nothing's really bad right, nothing's right. fundamentally good and fundamentally bad right yeah you know? but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't guide it towards uh the proper uh the not the proper but the place that you want it to be doesn't mean you shouldn't try to guide it there but don't get so excited to uh don't get so attached to to that you know the whole detachment outcome i think that's how a lot of improvement gurus uh call it 
and don't be so attached to the outcome. Right. Don't be trying to achieve what other people have achieved. I'm trying to get to states that they have gotten to. Because to be honest, man, like seeing a glimpse of truth, if you want to call it that, seeing a glimpse of truth, it's like seeing the numbers in the matrix one time and you're like, wow. And then someone else sees a glimpse of truth and they're seeing the numbers in the matrix, but you're seeing a whole different set of numbers in the matrix. It's a whole different code. It's a whole different thing. So you can't expect to get there. Even if you do the same exact things they did, your body's different. Your chemical composition is different. Your neuron is different. And so, oh yeah, just can't. Uh, I, I agree with that. There's different, like, you know, Sadhguru and uh, a lot of the, in yoga, there's thousands of supposed methods. And if you compress those into, you, you'll have like a few different methods. You know, you got bhakti yoga, you got asana yoga, you got karma yoga. These these individually can be their own entire method, um, and you might have uh, a proclivity towards a single one. Um, but in general, all these are doing the same thing. They're yoking the consciousness, and I don't think we're seeing different numbers. We the there is it's the same same thing that that we're all seeing. Um, you know, our true nature, uh, or the true nature of, of the universe and ourself. Uh, it's not something, it's not a unique uh, creation. It's, it's a uh, uncreated uh, thing. It's uncreated uh, nature that before, not, not even before, like there's no time, there's no uh, before and after. It's the ground of all things. So, I mean, it, it can't be like an individual thing. Um, I mean, you, you'll probably, there's probably like an individual thing within it. Like non-dualistically speaking, like you, like a bubble within an ocean. But um, I think definitely it's uh, very, um, it's very inspiring to think of all the people that have achieved this thing reportedly, you know, within all the different religions and um, even outside of religion um, that have achieved this kind of thing. And it's all, they're all talking about the same thing, but they're talking about it from different methods and strategies to get there. But all of them, all of them can never teach you that final step. Oh, yeah, definitely. You've you got to walk the journey yourself. And there might right. be all sorts of weird twists. There's definitely going to, your journey is not going to be the same as any one million, any of those billions of people throughout time and worlds that have achieved that. Yours is totally unique. You're going to have like all sorts of weird tricks to do to get yourself to break through. Yeah. Got to. But um, there's there's definitely like a, a commonality though. In general, it they all have like a science to it. They, you know, you're like we were talking about this, you know, in our Dharma class. How it was uh, the first step that the Buddha talks about is when you center your mind, and you might center your mind. There's like a billion ways to do that, but the first step is you know you center your mind, and the second one is where you uh, become aware of of uh, whatever you're experiencing. So develop, you know, becoming very clearly 
precisely aware of whatever you're experiencing and not getting lost among it and just being aware of it. Yeah. But yeah, the, <clears throat> a lot of the, those two qualities are present in a lot of the, you know, psychedelic experiences, you know, where you're very centered and stuff and so focused that you can like see through right things in, in a way. And it's not centered in like a limiting way. It's like it can be centered in like a being centered is like it's like not a good word because it, it the, the word proper word is samadhi, uh, where it's an expansive form of being centered. It's not like you're stuck in a certain point. You know? No, you're it's focused. Yeah, it's focused in like an expansive way. Right. You're able to you're focused in such a way that you're able to absorb more. So it's yeah, not it's like vision whole focus. It's focused as in like you're opening the wide the lens. And yeah. yeah, like uh, one meditation teacher said, it's it's like the kind of focus that you have when you think of like um, someone you love. You don't have to work at it like when you think of that person, but you can keep thinking about that person and it just you just get more and more absorbed and centered in that. I, well, maybe I just think. When it comes to like psychedelics, they make those very small, minute sensations. They give it such a way brighter. There's more. There's more to every breath. There's more to every shudder. There's more to every uh, pressure point like you start focusing you're able to like and it's only because you're able to feel it more you're able to go deep into that feeling into that tightness into that pain into that whatever it is that issue and you're you're able to hone in and just because you're able to feel it more you're able to i don't know yeah basically it. you're able to feel it more because you're able to feel it more you're able to focus on it more and the more you focus on it more the more you're able to affect it, I guess. I guess that has to be it. But yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. This guy. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, we kind of went into a different topic, uh, but uh, we did. So yeah, the this is a very interesting thing that he said here. President Trump, they want to cancel you, totally cancel you, take your job, bring your family against you for speaking your mind while they indoctrinate your children with twisted, twisted worldviews. Makes yeah. sense. I mean, it's true. They, they want to cancel you. Trump, we know about is cancel culture. Speaking truth. What dystopia have we arrived upon? When a t reality TV show host as our president is speaking truth and is getting so much hate. Yeah. There's like a massive campaign on the mainstream media. There, that just there's, no, there's literally, it's hate for the, the reason of hate. There's no, they have slight justifications and reasons. And he's not the nicest person, no. He is not at all in any way, shape, or form, actually. But again, 
They're trying to say that Biden and Kamala are better than this guy. Wow. Wow. What kind of... They must think we're dumb. They must yeah, really... Some of the people uh, here are commenting here. They are totally um, leftists, actually. It's very surprising. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with what he said here, right? You know, take your job. Even in, in Australia, just today, saw that on Sky News, there, there's a thing where it's like no job, no jab, no job. Yeah, like Australia? That yeah. is fucking scary, man. I do not want to work anywhere that that's just being forced. Yeah, I mean, that's this is it, this they predicted it like a while ago already. He, they, they're gonna uh, control people from yeah, having jobs. A, it's a more Aurelian shit already. Yeah, it's totally Aurelian. Totally yeah, they're right. gonna take your job, turn your family against you for speaking your mind. That's happening in a lot of places. Like, yeah, uh, dude, like people are fighting because. Well, if they're Trump supporters and other people are watching the other news, then yeah. they're going to fight. They're about to fight. And even some of the things that we have here right now, issues like with masks and stuff, they're so polarized. Like yeah. you either believe it or, you, or you're against yeah. it. Yeah. There's nothing in the middle. You know, you, so there's a lot of people just trying to get by. They'll do whatever they've got to do to get by. There's well, I mean, those people are for it. Those people are on the side that they I'm are for it. for it more than they're not going to fight against it because it causes much more inconvenience and but they're still for it basically they're for this whole incremental uh removal of freedom so if and you're not with us you're against us is that what you're saying yeah i mean i'm i'm i'm, I'm on the side of like you know I, I don't like getting inconvenience so i do do that um but i'll go in places and i'll take it off and they'll be like um we require to have it on and i'll put it on and then as soon as they go away, I take it back off. <laughs> I just get a troll. Yeah, fuck them. What the hell? You, you're a troll. Yeah, that, like, okay, I'm, on the, I'm sorry. I'm on that side. That so works. I guess maybe maybe you're right. I'm not sure what side I'm on. I'm, but I'm just entering into the place. I'm, I'm, I put on the mask just entering the place. I'm not going to keep it on unless people force me. Let's, let's go on these co some COVID conspiracies that I just came up with that I just get smoked to bowl. All right? COVID yeah. conspiracy number one. Flu shots. A lot of people, let's say, I can't even statistically prove this. Let's say, hypothetically speaking, that people that got flu shots had a higher incidence of catching COVID than those people that did not get flu shots. Would that seem plausible to you? My justification being, they put stuff on those, in those, in those vaccines. They do. They, they put a bunch of things that you have no idea what, what's in it. The regular person does not know what's in it. There's a tons of, there's ton of ingredients. I'm pretty sure nobody has those memorized. We do. I still don't have these memorized. It's I'm looking at them right now and I, I, I won't memorize them. Yeah, aluminum. I, I I know some of them working out without looking at the sheet. Formaldehyde, glitter. Like even if it has one of these, even if each one of those has one of these, all right. All these do is weaken your immune system. So the more flu shots you get, the weaker your immune system is, and they're, you're more susceptible. And who do they tell to get the flu shots? The people who are more susceptible. They tell them to get flu shots. 
So they're making the more susceptible people weaker. And when they actually start trying to, I don't know, wean off the population a little bit, you know, for the, for the, the whatever agendas they have when they have 500 million people, they already have hundreds of millions of people who are making their bodies more susceptible to whatever the hell crap they put in their body already. Like they're, they're making more susceptible to the disease because of whatever they had put in their body previously. Yeah. In correlation oh, with flu vaccines. Like aluminum, uh, GMO, uh, viral DNA. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, that, okay, then maybe that, let's just say that that's, that is the virus. They mutated the virus and they chopped it up so that it can be weak enough so that our body can, you know, uh, not be mutated by it. But what's up with all this other stuff? Yeah, why the fuck do we have MSG into fucking... Uh, a shot. MSG is a food additive, right? I mean, on the CDC side, they explain why they have these, but the explanations are so poor. Oh, this is a preservative. Oh, this is so that it, it'll last longer. Oh, so this is so it'll absorb better. Like, how fucking... Is that how virus... Are, 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 these, are these vaccines so vegan-friendly that you need so many preservatives? Like, what is, what is this shit? Like, the only thing that goes to waste that easily is vegan-friendly shit. If, if it was just like just a weak virus and in like coconut oil, fill <laughs> me up. I don't care. I'll take it. And what's worrying me, what's worrying me is all this other 14 ingredients they put that are known to cause cancer and reproductive disorders and, you know, all sorts of, you know. And he, he, here's, he, here's, here's their other fucking um, defense. It's only a minute dose. Yeah. That's what, the what they fuck? say. Bro. A minute dose of poison is poison. Yeah. Why do you have to put any why? poison? You, yeah, why is there any poison there? Why is there any fucking poison? We don't have any other way of preserving it. Then your vaccines are fucking weak. You need to have local vaccine production centers. You don't have to, va- you don't have to send them throughout the other side of the world because it's fucking cheaper. You're probably getting our vaccines from China. You know how much contaminated shit there's in China? Everything is fucking contaminated in China. You know why? Who the fuck checks things in China? What what regulatory agencies do their job in China and not just fudge the numbers because if they don't fudge the numbers, then they're gonna get in trouble. Remember, everybody's out for their own ass over there. And the whole system but basically runs on them looking out for their own ass and everybody looking out for their own ass to the point that let's take care of ourselves. Yeah, I, I, just like with obesity, at the end of the day, I'm gonna chalk this up to a deliberate conspiracy to harm people because there's no excuse for why they have to put six, you know, these, all these different compounds in there. After like almost a hundred years, do you think that they wouldn't have something better to preserve it with? You think that they wouldn't research something a little better than all these known carcinogens? These aren't, these aren't questionable carcinogens. These are known carcinogens that the FDA um, restricts and they, they they, they uh, explain that it causes these effects. Aluminum. And here, let's be real. Again, here's some other shit. If they really wanted to go ahead with this vaccine shit, most American adults are not fully vaccinated. According to the schedule that we have now for kids, most American adults are not fully vaccinated right now. <laughs> 
are are you gonna want to have 10 15 20 shots fucking in your arm at one point in time like at, at, at one time is that is that what you're gonna want to do i don't want to do that shit fuck that you ain't, you ain't shooting me with shit last time i was injected with anything i was at the hospital and i, I accidentally cut myself with a knife and they gave me something for i forgot what the fuck it was but it was supposed to prevent some type of shit that the knife could have had I don't remember the disease itself, but I, I I actually did get a shot. I think that shot gave me the disease because I remember reading the side effects of the shot. I remember reading the potential, uh, what's it called? The potential consequences of not getting the shot and the, the knife actually having that disease. And it literally, it just, it just did something with my sinuses and the jaw and made it all weird and shit for like, Oh, a year wow. and it was just some shit that just went away because my body just finally fucking processed it but it was it wasn't fun that's the last time i got a shot and it wasn't yeah fuck that personal opinion i think shots are not the business especially yeah. if the shots are coming from someone who isn't even a fucking doctor who has money because making shots like you don't trust who who makes some shit um you don't trust chemotherapy fucking oh people do trust chemotherapy companies that you shouldn't trust chemotherapy companies because they literally sell you poison that kills you and then go oh my gosh we tried we tried they're they're they want anything where they want you to keep coming uh they make money from anything where they make money from you not succeeding with whatever thing that they're giving you, um, you got to suspicious, you know, you got to look for holistic alternatives. You got to try to heal yourself, you know? Right. There's the a lot of things like that. Yeah, the profit motive is is, is very fucked, too. Very, very fucked. I mean, not only is the medical system completely skewed and biased towards one kind of uh, practice, but... Yeah, it, when people gain from your, uh, what do you call it, from your pain, <laughs> That's what I'm then, then you shouldn't really trust those people. And all your doctors gain from your pain, every which one of them. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's always about self-responsibility. Like a lot of industries are like that. Um, your doctor is just your consultant. Your doctor isn't your God. Right, right. right. He's just right. your advisor. Your you have advisor. the right to say no. You have. That's why, like this whole medical tyranny, it just goes against the whole idea of you know, right. our freedom. Right. It was yeah. never the case that we we quarantined the healthy. And it was never the case that you're forced to do um, something against your will for your own health, for your own good. Yeah, it's never been the case. You know, but they're and, using that as an excuse to. To do this whole agenda twenty one thing, they are like, using this in a fucking. Because the one thing that I, I'm really like, this is something I haven't heard talked about, is this whole GMO strand. Like I, I, I don't really believe in vaccines, even without all these things. I don't really believe in vaccines because the the partial strand of DNA that's bound to these uh, preservatives, that's that okay. So that's that's a weak virus. Fine. 
but it's bound to these preservatives. Your body's not attacking it. That virus is like um, pretty much, it might be stuck there, right? Like if your body couldn't get to it because of the weakening of the immune system due to all these other compounds, it's basically stuck there like somewhere in your body and it could just be replicating itself. Like and laying dormant, you're saying? Yeah, laying dormant or even active. It does lie dormant. And um, mutating into a, into a better form. That's what they want. That's what yeah, they so want. They could be making, they, every person could be like their, you know, their own uh, virus factory. Well, we are technically our own little virus factory. But yeah, this, hey. this whole uh, genetic experiment thing, I think that's like, you know, you've seen the whole Bill Gates, uh, the cryptocurrency that they were going to make based on biomarkers. Well, fuck, that's fuck. They're gonna like basically uh, uh, tag have you. A, yeah. you know, the little monitor thing on you know the the chip that they put on you underneath the skin. Yeah, it's gonna monitor your blood flow and other uh, patterns in your body, and then it's gonna use that flow to uh, calculate hashes and stuff. I'm not totally familiar, but it's gonna create some sort of cryptocurrency. So you're gonna get cryptocurrency for having that patch on you. You're gonna get richer just for having that patch on you, and I think you know part of that is they want to monitor how everyone's developing that virus that they just gave them. You know, they're, they're probably level they're probably level it up with in terms of sophistication over time. This is just the to get their foot in the door. Oh, let's just this is just a vaccination uh, medical record thing. Eventually, yeah. next next the next year's upgrade. Safe bullshit. Yeah, this is just your COVID pass. COVID that's fucking nonsense bro are we gonna have a fucking pass for every disease out there now is that what the fuck's gonna be the new norm too that's fucking retarded oh we're gonna expose you to every disease out there just in case you ever get exposed to every disease out there what fucking logic is this? yeah like this whole vaccination thing is so stupid like how can people fall for it okay i was a kid i got injected with i got all my i got a few immunizations and stuff i did because i didn't know any better but now that I know, like adults, you know, people that are that are well versed in all this, they don't have any like uh, sensation, I guess, to 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 getting stuff injected in them, diseases injected in them, whether yeah. it's weak or not. That again, look, and the whole vaccine thing. I mean, until that adult that is arguing with me about vaccines gets fully up to date with his vaccine schedule just as the kids are i want him to have just as many vaccines as the kids do right now until that point like you can't argue with me vaccines you don't really believe in vaccines you just don't want to go against them you, you, you believe in vaccines show me you had like 40 vaccines Give, let me see your hdap and your fucking whatever the i really don't know the hell the, what the names of these vaccines are and why they give them so many times <laughs> there's multiple doses of vaccines why it's oh one time fucking your immune system is not enough your immune system has to fight multiple times with this virus in order to really build up a, a what what bullshit is this and and, and again nothing about strengthening the immune system itself. why don't we have <laughs> an, a why don't we have an aids vaccine <laughs> oh i'm pretty sure they would yeah i'm pretty sure they would come up with an aids vaccine that turns out to give people aids yeah. It's literally what it's going to do. The AIDS vaccine is going to give people AIDS. 
some of these pictures of like people that uh, had bad reactions, allergic reactions, or actually became sick of the very thing that they want to prevent them from getting sick from. Right. Right. By injecting it, them with that sickness. And that number is statistically allowed. That that's scientifically allowed. That those people that get adverse reactions, those are allowed. One percent. They get they 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 mock one percent when they go to adverse vaccine reactions, but they don't point two percent. 0.02% COVID deaths. They were like, oh my God, this is fucking insane. We're going to all fucking maybe not really die. Anyways, we're probably like anyone listening that's seen uh, um, the any of the documentaries of the pandemic. This is probably just boring to them. Maybe. Maybe they're, maybe they're in the background going, that's right, man. Fuck those people. Holy shit. <laughs> Maybe they're doing that. I don't know. I don't know what people are acting. I mean, this is pretty like, you know, like for the level of audience that we're talking to, this is pretty common sense. Like, but it's just so like that. It, we can never be too amazed like that. This is this whole scam is going on. There's so many scams in this world. And this is probably the biggest scam of them all. Vaccine industry and stuff. Which brings me to my point that I always bring back. We need to get the fuck out and form our own community and like start making our own rules of trade and st- our own systems of production and stuff like that. That's exactly what we have to do. This is the only way to rise on top and be truly free. Create are our own talking, community. Are you talking about that like, you know, like small community? Like 150 how, yeah. people. That's a good idea. I mean, 150 people in the United States is, is a lot, but look. If you get 150 people and each person pays 200 bucks a month, we can have a community in Thailand. I can, we can get a resort. Actually, we can just go get a resort and live in a resort in Thailand while we build a community next to us. Like that's the level of stuff we can get to or anywhere else around the world. So. I'm, not, I'm not too uh, trustworthy of uh, most of the world right now because, I mean, not only is it a hassle to get over there and back, but this whole New World Order thing that's being orchestrated uh it's shit's gonna hit the fan like you know all over the world right and it's gonna hit the world and the third world countries first um who who rely a lot on the donations of the first world countries since second world countries right and um you know a lot of those other countries they're actually geographically limited um they have more storms and all that stuff and there's a lot of uh, uh, troop station too, you know, and to, to prevent some of these countries from attacking each other. So I think, you know, war is going to break out a lot, in a lot of cases where if, if, if the U.S. pulls out, you know, once the U.S. pulls out, all returns all the troops home because they can't pay them. Um, they don't got money to, uh, we don't got money to put our nose in other people's business anymore. So. Once they do that, there's going to be like a hole and China's going to be like attacking countries, Russia, you know, all sorts of places in Africa is going to, you know. You think they'll straight up be World War Three? Literally, oh, you're, yeah, you're yeah. describing World War Three right now. Yeah, like this is the this is the physical part. I and mean, we're already in World War Three. Rather... Huh? We're, we're already in like a very long World War Three, like since 2001. It's been a war on the people. You know, and they've been fighting. Our, gov- our government's pretty much been fighting everyone, you know. So yeah, this is probably like the climax of it, right? Or World War Four. 
you want to, however you want to segregate it. World, world three, part two. We have not been living peaceful times at all. Relatively peaceful. <laughs> Relatively. Comparatively peaceful. Sadly enough, you know, you know, with, we got fires in California and all this uh, global weirdness. We got fucking mask guns. Seen that shit? A gun that shoots masks. Where? Oh yeah. I don't know what I don't know if that was real or not, but it was a gun mask. Kamala Harris. No, look, Kamala Harris Monopoly. Where? Which one? Up there, Monopoly Kamala Harris edition, and every one of them is go to jail. Every single box is go to jail, except for in jail. There's one jail, and then everything else is go to jail. (laughs) This is great. Never vote for somebody who's put somebody in jail because of weed. And then uh, doesn't apologize for it. Laughs. Laughs, yeah. 1,900 plus marijuana convictions. Kamala Harris, a smoothie. <laughs> what? <laughs> a smoothie. Cause she don't. Was she, was she drinking a smoothie when she was talking about this stuff? I don't. I don't know. I think. I think it just goes to show that she doesn't care. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least. Second wave. This second wave shit scares me. All these rich people talking about a second wave. I don't trust rich people fucking foretelling the future. Dude, the scariest thing is when Bill Gates snickers like snickers man, smiles like a little reptile motherfucker. Like yeah. I see that lizard man. When there when the second wave comes, people okay. will be aware. People are really gonna pay attention when the second wave comes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. That's how I think he laughs. I don't know how he laughs. Dang, man. How can people think he's like, even if I didn't know anything about him, just like, he's just a typical cartoon character, evil villain. He's literally the evil guy in fucking The Incredibles. Yeah, and then you got all these dumb people. It's it's like reality is too much TV. Like, you got all these dumb people who can't see it, and we're the protagonists that can see it. They're like, why can't you see this guy? Why can't you see this guy's fucking straight up acting like a fool and you guys are loving that shit? You guys are fucking fools. Get out of here with your bullshit. Get out of here with your bullshit. What is this nonsense? But yeah, so you think the, you think the United States is going to be safer than, well, in this case, Thailand? Uh, Yeah, at least like until it gets really bad in the U.S. But then... Uh, Define really bad. How bad does it have to get to get really bad? But I think it's going to get bad first in the other countries is what I'm saying. And then it's going to get worse in, in the U.S. But, and, then, and then while the U.S. is getting really shitty, the rest of the countries by then are going to be um, either improving or totally totally under but, renewal order jurisdiction. Sure, man. I, I've seen Thailand under a military dictatorship and it was chill. I was there for years during the military. It could be, it could be that chill or, you know, maybe they just, you know, vaccinate people and let people live their life. That's probably the best case scenario. I think they can enforce that. Enforcement. I think they can. I the think United States is, is, is number one in enforcement in many Money ways. makes people do anything. Money makes people do anything That's that... true, but if, you know, like, it's not the same kind of mindset, man. The rest of the world doesn't have the same mindset as the United States have and the people here have. This is a special case all in its own. Uh, I'm not, I don't have that high. 
I don't think people that have that high standards, they'd be opposed to just getting a simple injection, especially when they get about constantly brainwashed, you know? Eventually, the, United, the United States is number one in, in vaccines and injections regardless of anything else. They are the ones pushing this the most. I mean, Australia, but Australia is basically me, U.S., along, along with Canada and Britain. So it's, so it's basically all, all those white countries basically count the same to me. They're all basically the same to me. So... There's a lot of other people in different places that don't really react. And they say things right now because they always say things to keep things politically correct. But the actual implementation and, 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 and moving forward with everything, like they literally, Bill Gates has to give them the, he wants to do this probably. He wants to give everybody the vaccine. Give, give, like produce them and give them to people to make it easier for, to not, allow people to make excuses and be like, oh, our vaccine schedule has been uh, delayed and blah, blah, because that's what's going to happen. That's what usually happens with all this politics nonsense. But I'm just saying, people outside of the U.S. don't think the same as the U.S. And the whole vaccine thing is way blown out of proportion here because naturally we give more vaccines than any other country in the world regardless. So we don't... Things are going to escalate but the United States has a, a very special way of escalating shit that other countries, even in war times, they don't react the same way. Even though they're with military times, they don't react the same way. Yeah, maybe it's like being poor and dumb might be a big advantage because being poor, oh, they can't do all this um, technocratic dictatorship stuff. Not being yet. dumb, um, being dumb, um, and uneducated for the most part, a lot of these people might be like, uh, no, you're not injecting your shit. Yeah, they'll be like, get out of here, it's your bullshit. I don't understand your, I don't understand your bogus science. Your white science. Your white science, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally your white science. Yeah, yeah, your it white goes science. against my religion, you know, like the more traditional type. Yeah. So it might be a benefit, um, but then you still got to think about all the other, you know, it's a third world country, you, you know, for a reason. There, there's natural disasters, uh, exploitation up the ass yeah. most third world countries isn't Wars. because of natural disasters or their environment it's because they've been exploited that's what the third yeah, world resources countries, they've been raped all the third world countries have been raped and that's why the third world countries they wouldn't have been raped if they would have taken over their own shit and set up their own factories and kept their own well everything then they wouldn't be third world countries but do you think like but then there's a lot of cities centers too like they're gonna have even though there's a lot of people that can you know, because I want to go to Bangladesh because stuff there is, it's a tropical place. I can just put seeds in the ground and it'll just right. pop up. Jeez. I never have to water. That's great. And the city centers, they're still city centers. They're right. super overpopulated. And right. where do you think those people are going to go if there's ever some sort of food shortage? I don't know. I think a lot gonna... of them die out if there's ever any sort of real food shortage. We're gonna see some crazy zombie level shit happening. Yeah, well, they're they're gonna migrate over to the farmlands and see what's up. No, I don't think they'll make it to the farmlands. Because if any kind of a apocalypse does happen, most people wouldn't make it ten kilometers out from where they're at. They're, they'd already be too weak to plan ahead. I well, mean, most, some people would plan ahead. Some I'm people would plan ahead. Those, those people probably wouldn't. Don't count. We're not really counting those people at this point in time. The people that would die are the ones that aren't planning ahead. The people who thought they were going to go to work that day. Those kind of people would be, like, would be really in trouble. Because then they'll try to get out. 
And when you try to get out, everybody's trying to get out, you're going to cause traffic jams. When you cause traffic jams, you're going to get traffic accidents. People already crash into other people because they're fucking. Dude, in, in India during the lockdown, they shut down trains and stuff. Yeah. People yeah. still walked hundreds of miles to their job. They walked hundreds of miles. Because they're gangsters. They're like, yeah, fuck you and your rules. I got places to go. Yeah. To, to go to work, they had to walk hundreds of miles. So they sad. killed coronavirus off and in the walk. Because they have no cases compared to us. Fucking India, a billion people have like thousand deaths or something like that. Some ridiculously no number because they're not <laughs> testing everyone and everything for fucking COVID. They're like, oh, this guy looks great. We should probably run tests on this guy. I don't know how the other practice are, but yeah, fucking India is different. They have a billion people with a thousand deaths or two thousand or whatever. Fucking America's weird, dude. America is weird. I wonder if any of these strategies would work on the third world countries. Um, so this is like a chart of uh, the different methods that they use to make people to convince people to get vaccinated. So, uh, complacence barriers. Okay. Vaccinations and fluoridation are both health choices that protect people in the community, yet meet some resistance. These two health fields can use similar communication skills to address these reluctant, those reluctant to vaccinate or use fluoride. Fuck those, both those things, first of all. <laughs> hesitancy, hesitancy explained. Four major reasons parents don't vaccinate. Complacence, number one. Two, barriers. Three, fears. Four, uninformed. Hesitancy scale, acceptance, most hesitant, some refusal. Is that less than 3% or is that a heart? <laughs> like a heart. Oh, okay, no, it's less than 3%. Yeah, refusal, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm part of that refusal category. I don't think we need fluoride in our water anymore. It's for your teeth, but like 0.0001% of that water ever goes to your fucking teeth. So that, yeah, that, that, that's a stupid fucking argument to ever fucking it's give It's the stupidest argument. It's a, stupidest all, fucking... a lot of these things, there's a, there's, there's a place where there's a fact. I mean, within their rationale, one of those right. facts, like, totally just, like, sucks. Yeah. Like, the whole fluoride argument, like, oh, we did, we did tests where you systemically ingest fluoride. So, I mean, we did tests where, you, where we topically put fluoride. So that means systemically is the same thing too. Yeah, if you eat it, it's just like you're putting it on top. It's it's the same shit, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. How do scientists fuck up on that? Like we're like the lawyer, even the lawyer. Like how can anyone fuck up on that? I don't get it. How can fuck up? It's called the legal making the world blind with money. Yeah, like they use a totally different study to prove a totally different thing. Yeah, right? it's fucking dumb. The way they just and then they. They use that one study as back as a, as a, as a, as a, they cite it as a reference to another study, which then cites it, which is, which then is cited for another study, which then is cited for another study, which then is cited. And then all these studies cite each other. And then they go, we have tons of studies. And you're like, no, you don't. Everybody started basically a long email fucking list of all the shit you guys think kind of works and then just gave each other credit. Like, fuck out of here go back to the the fluoride one finish yeah, this shit up. i was gonna open up the book so how to address hesitancy number one understand acknowledge parents want the best Two, ask the person what is it they're not sure about i'm not sure that fluoride works i'm also not sure that vaccines works i you probably also don't know why they have increased the number of vaccinations in the last 
what, 30 years? Why have they increases? Why have they increased so much? And I'm just saying 30 years because that's that's my life. In my lifetime, the number of vaccines have increased. Kids now are getting more vac vaccines than they did before. All right. Number three, offer information that addresses your concern. Um, give me information that doesn't come from pharmaceutical companies that make money off vaccines. Four, share stories that frame why you value, value fluoridation. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about your fluoride stories, to be honest. What, what million anecdotes do not compose evidence. Huh? Like having anecdotes are not scientific evidence. What kind of anecdotes can you have with fluoride? I, I was having shitty teeth and then I, I, they put fluoride on my teeth and all of a sudden they're amazing. How many stories do you hear like that actually exist like that? And there's just story, well, this thing, you know, in, science, in the scientific world, no matter how many anecdotes you have, that's not proof. You got to have like a controlled study. Like yeah. you, you got a million people saying the same, even gravity, like gravity is a law because like it, they couldn't prove it. Like, okay, I dropped a ball and it fell, I dropped uh, an apple and it fell. You did like a million objects like that. And, but those are all anecdotes. You know, they, that's why eventually like, oh, we can't prove gravity exists. We just have to call it a law. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I don't, I don't understand what the fuck I'm Yeah, so it's like that number four for me, I was just like, I don't, I don't want to hear fun stories. What the fuck is this Floyd story? It makes no sense. <laughs> People have had less cavities. Well, they've also had more ADHD and fucking autism. So let me, let me hear you talk about that. But anyways, <laughs> encourage them to talk to a provider about what? Delegating, basically. Delegating? Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Go talk to someone else who doesn't know shit about this, who's been told like one or two paragraphs, and they've been repeating the same one or two paragraphs for years. Vax um, Northwest model, presumptive model, conversation guide. Okay, so lessons learned, uh, praise and reaffirm those who accept. So if you accept it, they're like, good job, here's a cookie. <laughs> For the hesitant, use tactics in the right column each time to help under them understand and accept the health benefits of fluoridation. Yeah, you, you wouldn't fucking, no, no. Continue to recommend to those who refuse but understand they may be unswayable in their beliefs. Good. At least they understand that go fuck yourself means, yeah, go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> At least they understand that. So, yeah, they, this isn't the full chart, but there was another one where it talks about, like, these sneaky strategies to uh, pretty much get people to um, get to the side, like fear, um, you know, using fear as a tactic. Right. Um, like the whole. Uh, Do you want cavities? Yeah. No, I don't want cavities, but I also realized that I love eating cookies and cake, and uh, okay. all types of other sweets and shit that I probably shouldn't. All types of other flowers I probably shouldn't be eating too. So. Yeah, and they're they using another where it's like, um, incentives, like so getting like, you know, paid for that, and then there's also like disincentives, like you get fired from your job because of that. In the Florida? Uh, not Florida, the vaccination. There's another insert where, it, there's another like um, instructional for, for I guess like these contact tracer vaccine robots. That's dumb. 
don't know. Look, to be honest, the collection of, let's get closer to this one. The collection of data is not dumb or bad or scary or it's actually smart. It's good to have all this data. It would be nice if this data was in the hands of people who actually gave a shit about us. It would be really useful to have all this data on us. But do you really trust the people who are doing all these things? I fucking don't. And that's the thing. I just don't. I don't give a shit how good an idea might be. I just don't trust the people. Would you trust a great idea done by the person who you think is, well, just evil? This world is just so much uh, stuff. Like, we don't need that much to be happy. Don't. Like, most of the stuff is just like they're trying to sell us stuff. Yeah. Like, we're very minimal beings. We just need a farm, land, and, you know, a system. Once we got that. We need water and food. We need water, food, and a place to put our shit. Yeah. Literally and uh, figuratively. Yeah, yeah, literally and figuratively. Yeah. But yeah, like, we have, we're already, we're, we're a sustainable system on its own, you know, and a lot of the things that they sell us actually kind of create the problems so that they can sell us that stuff or something else. And businesses have hands in each other's pockets and yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like my biggest argument for, well, a lot of infrastructure, a lot of things is that as soon as they started putting oil in our food, our bodies started reacting horribly we've started having crazy autoimmune diseases we started developing developing all kinds of fucking cancers after they started putting petrochemicals on our food this is early 1900s right after the petrochemicals are put on our food polio started becoming a fucking big ass thing like i'm pretty sure polio was a big thing beforehand but after they started putting um natural gas or fertilizers on 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 our agriculture that shit got real. There was tons of people getting sick and it could have been just that more people were susceptible to it because they had a weaker immune system because we were literally putting toxins in their bodies. They were putting toxins in their bodies, I should say. And they still are. They're still poisoning our food. They're still poisoning our water. They're still poisoning our air and our airwaves and our minds and our internet they're poisoning with spam and bullshit <laughs> like yeah. fuck bro like we're getting, there's so many attacks from all places and most people don't even know they're in a fucking battle most people are just yeah. thinking they're just in their own little fucking bubble yeah. yeah luckily most of these things have like a solution at the personal level for for a while i think for 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 many years into the future we're going to be safe against the onslaught of, I mean, uh, <clears throat> for for example, like the whole food, water, you can just, there's many solutions to that. Like, no, we don't need to go into that, but you can have your own farm and you can have stockpile, whatever you need to do for that. The attack against your money, how they devalue your currency, you know, you could invest in alternative stuff. Gold, silver, that stuff has gone crazy high. I wish I invested like, um, months ago when people were telling me to, but I didn't. Um, 
but it's probably it's set to go even higher now and it's going to keep going high. Uh, it's probably going to have a little bubble and go down and then go back high again because the bubbles are related to the whole uh, printing of money. So the government pretty much just like prints a bunch of money and then um, invest in itself. That's what, you know, the stock markets, that's what. I mean, that's a genius. I wish I could print my money and invest in myself. Yeah, I mean, the dollar is worth, <laughs> since, you know, since the Fed was created, a dollar is not even worth 10% of how much it was. Really? Yeah, it's not even worth 10% of that. It was like single digit numbers, like 5% or something. Oh, man. I have it here somewhere. But yeah, that, that, you know, the onslaught against that, you know, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, definitely got to get your, uh, you know, invest like 10 bucks a month or something or a hundred yeah. bucks a month, whatever. I got to start getting into cryptos. I need to find some little coins here and there. You can do a cash app. Like, yeah, I think I'm going to do cash. I'm going to try cash app first. But then like I was hearing that if, even with cash app and things like that, um, eventually those systems, once they create the new currency, those systems are also going to be having to respond to the federal thing. The sweet thing with cryptocurrency and having assets in your hands, like having your own personal ledger, is uh, you're your own bank. Like no one can reduce it. Yeah. There was, TDV was talking about how when they revalue the currency, they're going to basically take whatever you have in the bank and then just take divide it by two, and that's your new money. And then if you have big, they they could do the same thing with your Bitcoin if it's linked to your name and all that. So if you have your own crypto wallet like your own uh just it's just like a little flash drive and you just put it in there they can they cannot monitor they can't they don't know shit about that it's like your own bank so um that well, that's super safe from their interference that's good and then if you apply something like tokenomics and the creation of tokens based on the value that you create it's like as, as a person that's a whole different concept. Like you start starting, to, you start creating an economy around people and what they can do and their abilities. Like, like an actual fluid economy. A, a what economy? Like a, a fluid economy of sorts where it's based upon you and your abilities and you don't get an economy where you don't get paid, but you get create value. So you don't get X amount but your work is worth 500 coins or whatever the fuck, which can then be equated to whatever the hell other market system is. But anyway, instead of yeah. saying I am worth this much or this much an hour, whatever you do creates this much. That's a different kind of level of way. Yeah. Of yeah. That's, that's what crypto, that's what crypto is going to be like. Basically. Bit, yeah. There TDV actually says something very insightful. I think this is a, pretty much the prediction of, What's gonna happen? Dollars gonna crash. They're gonna have uh, <laughs> their own cran currency, but it's still gonna be fiat. A few years later, that shit's gonna crash again, and then they're gonna <laughs> okay, none of this shit works. All this time, all the non-fiat has been working, and that's when the fiat's gonna disappear, and it's only gonna be the limited, the cryptos that are uh, fiat. Like Bitcoin and whichever else, like yeah. Ethereum and all that. Yeah, I still don't trust yeah, fiat currencies. Yeah, no, you know, no one should. Um, but you know, that's what we're all using now. The yeah, dollar that's sure. not even worth a 
know, 10% of what I used. That's true. All right, man. So I got to get going here. Um, what's the final thoughts? We talked about a bunch of shit, bro. Fucking Trump and the hate they got on him. The U.S. really trying to make us healthy, but trying to fuck us over at the same time. Um, Gates and the who and the demons that they are. Lucid dreaming. That shit was tight. We talked about some good shit there. Yeah. Um, fluoride and vaccines. I talked about a lot of stuff, but I didn't write it down. And the dollar is going to crash. It it's is. going to crash. I mean, crash. what else is it going to do? It's dollar is going to go up all of a sudden magically. I mean, well, they will, but it crashes on a cycle. Like it's every three years, it does crash. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since. The it goes market. up. It's only going up because they printed and then they reinvested it into the stock market so their cronies can uh, take their money out before they bounce. You got to figure out when to take the money out or when to jack them. Either or. Either or. Like when to can jack we something? jack all of them? We just have to steal all their money at the same time hmm. and then spend it. All of it. Like blow it all in one party. One match. <laughs> Worldwide, we're going to spend all the trillions of dollars we get from all the rich people and everybody who's hoarding money and we're going to spend it on one party, one week-long party around the world. Well, the thing is, like a lot of these strategies that we just talked about, they're using those strategies. Sure. They're they're amassing gold. They're yeah. amassing uh, the cryptos that you know aren't tracked. They're they have sure. a farm, a sustainable farm already. And bunkers, bunkers, underground shit. Underground so, bunkers connected to each other with miles and miles of fucking underground labyrinth level shit. Yeah. What do you think? I heard like Trump was like blowing some of those up. Like he was talking about some of that. I don't believe it, but I don't believe he is. But if he does, it's it's. That's what they say that with that earthquake that was happening. Um, it's in us, it up. Yeah, <laughs> because of the the. <laughs> at least the uh, news was like happening at the same time, so people yeah. were correlating the two. That's comical. I mean, could be. I mean, hilarious though. It like, has gotten rid of more sex traffickers like twice as much than Obama. He just started blowing up bunkers in the United States. That seems very hard, but plausible. Yeah, these underground bunkers. And then one person was like, if he's done all this, why don't you show me all the people in Gitmo? You know, and where are they? Where are all these sex traffickers? Show me the people that he's collecting. Like, sure. Yeah, Trump should... Uh, I mean, we never see them anyways. We only ever see select few criminals that are shown to us by the media. I would be just, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's confidential, though. You know, the, these Gitmo stuff. It would be great if they shared that. Maybe that's what his uh, surprise is. He always they always mention that he's, Trump is going to have some sort of like uh, October surprise or something. He's going to give everybody a gun. That's a surprise. Everybody's going to get a package in the mail. There's going to be a Glock. The new America Glock. Everybody's going to get 20 shots. And on Purge Day, everybody gets 20 shots. <laughs> <laughs> Possible. Purge Day, bro. It's coming. 2024. 
possible. This is this sounds funny. The real Jew, real Jewnews.com. Real Jew News. Love it. This guy looks pretty Jewish to me, but he does have a cross in his chest. She's a Democrat, and that tells the story. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. Yeah. The Democrats. This is some. This is pretty cool. I mean, some of these things. They, these some of these links are pretty interesting. Interesting. This guy has tons of videos. We need to get to the level where we have all these fucking videos and articles and all these other things. We'll get there, man. We'll get to the 1500th episode someday. 1500, bro, imagine. I, was, I watched Joe Rogan episode one the other day, and it was literally him, and I think it was Brian, and they were just messing with whatever streaming was. It was a stream. They were live streaming, and they were they had snowflakes on the screen, and there was just they were answering questions as they were coming live. Like it was just very casual and chill and like compared to what it is right now, like. You should do that. Usually we should uh, open this up to uh, YouTube. Like just like do a YouTube stream. That way we can get some questions and stuff too. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about that. I'm down. I just gotta start putting these things on, on YouTube. I just don't want to put them on. I need a background. I need to put them in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, it's on a wall or something. Oh yeah. How do we do that? That's the thing on YouTube. You can't really do that as easily. Yeah, you can't. You can't have a background or something like that. But yeah, we'll figure it out, man. But uh, I gotta go. Okay. Let's keep this conversation going some other time. Let's uh, pick back up pretty soon. And uh, I'm still thinking we gotta get the fuck out of here. You want to stay here? Uh, next time, pick a place. Where you trying to go with 150 people? And you already know I'm trying to go to India or Thailand. I can get the I can probably get it connected over there somehow, some way. But yeah, yeah I'm down to, to you know we don't have to make a big decision. But I'm down. To, uh, I definitely need to go to the to, to the property in Bangladesh and figure stuff you out over to, there. You gotta travel, right? Yeah. Yeah, but just the traveling the the two week stuff is just so annoying. The quarantining. Yeah, it's probably not that oh, bad, but it's a little annoying. Oh, stupid. I'll just be like working on my laptop the whole time. I don't know. Hopefully that's all it is. And it's not like, you know, injecting you on every plane flight and stuff. Hopefully they, they stop with all that pretty soon. Hopefully we can start going through international travel. If not, we'll go to Mexico and then go international travel. Oh yeah. Huh? Mexico. That's a good place. That's easier. So we can go to Mexico and then travel from Mexico to the countries? I think so. I think that's the only, I think the only, yeah. I, well, once they start opening borders, I think that's how it might be able to work. No, we can, the borders are open. We can, we can go to. Uh, you can't huh? go to Thailand right now. No, no, to, to Mexico. Oh, we can go to Mexico. Yeah, so we can go from Mexico to Thailand. And from no, Thailand back to. They're not, they're not accepting anybody right now. All flights. Like nobody can come in and on the, like they shut down their, that military dictatorship is pretty easy to shut down shit. Holy shit. But they're pretty chill. They'll be back online pretty soon. So let's do it pretty soon. We can For do sure. it pretty soon. We can just go travel, check it out, and then I'll probably convince you over there. Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah, definitely before uh, March, April. That's when it gets too hot. Over there? Uh, yeah, like in the Southeast Asia area, it gets too hot. That's real. 
February is a perfect month. If they don't start burning shit, it's a perfect month. January is pretty good too. January is actually really good. It's nice and cool. Oh yeah, any any time from September to February, March. Oh, it's nice. You're right. All right, man. So I'm gonna let you go. Um, have a good day, and yeah, we'll talk next time. All right, man. Later. Okay. Peace.